0: Airbnb. It's wedding season. Yes, it is. What's going on, baby? Alex and I just got invited to a beautiful venue for the wedding of a childhood buddy of mine. Lovely. Can't wait to hear about it. We got babysitters. We're all set to go. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host host. You make money while you sleep and while someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So, Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect To protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we'll there. Listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500 This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Friday, the real Friday, October 20th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. It's a TVOI Jack. This show really is a T-boy now. <laughs> it is, but we are not going into this weekend until you tell me what happened at the dentist today, Jack. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about this. I know what's going on here. Captain Cavity over here. Yeah, he's whenever Jack goes to the dentist. He says it's going to be an hour. He's there for like <laughs> three hours. I'm always ashamed. I have groovy teeth. Like my molars have these deep holes that catch food and plaque and I can't brush. It. I'm not blaming you. Blame the genetics, man. Roll it on the grandparents. Guess what? This time, Cavity free thank you very much let's not talk about that last session man (laughs) they treat his mouth like a chassis so jack what's the first story for today's show the new logo on the fc barcelona soccer jersey it's not spotify it's the rolling stones because advertising is what you pay for Publicity is what you pray for. For our second story, congratulations. Americans just set a new stock market record. Congratulations, more Americans own stocks than at any time in history. And it's made us wealthier than we've ever been. Cha-ching, cha-ching, third and final story. And our third and final story is United Airlines. They have invented the perfect way to board an airplane. So Jack and I gotta talk to you about the weakness we all have, and what is that, Jack? Status quo bias. Status quo bias. But Yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories to cap off the weekend, this is how you go into a weekend cavity-free, my friend. Mm, mm, mm. What is that? That's your phone, because we (laughs) have an emergency hoarder's almanac, week 187. Things were running out in the economy. Jack and I have been keeping track and this came out of nowhere this week. Yetis, we are out of glitter. We repeat, we are out of glitter. Glitter, glint, shimmer, shine. We have got no more glitter. We have run out of glitter because glitter just got banned. Get this, Yetis. The European Union has officially made glitter illegal. Effective immediately, any plastic glitter smaller than five millimeters is prohibited. It's the EU's environmental move against microplastics. Because Europe has an admirable goal. Be the first continent that's climate neutral by 2050. And glitter happens to be the fossil fuel of rainbows. Because glitter is a single-use plastic. You're not recycling that stuff. It ends up in our water. It's a plastic problem, all that glitter. So the glitter you had planned for makeup for your night out? Nine, nine. The glitter topping on your cupcake? Niche, niche. The glitter sparkles for your mermaid Halloween costume? No, 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 no. But yet, in anticipation of the glitter ban, glitter sales have been surging the past couple weeks. Turns out, over in Germany, some dude just paid 200 euros for a box of glitter. What is he doing with a box of giant glitter? I don't know, but (laughs) someone better see what Merkel's doing with her glitter. You can't rave at the discotheca without some shimmer, can you, Nick? No sprinkles, no sparkle, Jack. Yeti. We may not have any glitter But we do have some razzle dazzle And we do have some sprinkle dinkle And remember, all that glitters is gold Only shooting stars break the mold Let's hit our three stars And I'm gonna get a new manicure Fifteen years before this song Two boys from the northeast met in the dorm They had an idea to cause a cultural storm It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm Jack Nick yeah. It. I don't even think they need to practice. 50% that's a fat tip. T Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, because we're ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, Spotify is the number one sponsor of FC Barcelona, the elite European soccer team. But Spotify is replacing its own logo on the jerseys. With the Rolling Stones logo instead. True story. And there's a strategic reason why. Jack, can we talk for a second about the trivia of the day, bands with logos? This is a great category. If you like playing the game categories, bands with logos. Grateful Dead had a great logo. Yeah, they do. They're band. Oh, that dancing teddy bear. Amazing. Wu-Tang Clan. Van Halen. Van Hagar. Sure, that's more of a font than a logo. And of course, Prince who literally just replaced his name with a logo. His name is the logo. But yet his last year, Spotify paid $300 million to sponsor one soccer team, and that soccer team was Barcelona. A Swedish tech company was supporting a Spanish soccer club whose most famous player was Argentinian. <laughs> yeah, they were. And this was a four-year advertising deal. Spotify got the stadium naming rights and... They could stick their wavy green logo on the jerseys but here's the news this week you're not going to see the spotify logo on the barcelona jersey you're going to see the logo of the rolling stones instead yeah like that Rolling Stones, like the Rolling Stones, the famous Rolling Stones hot lips red logo that you may have seen before. Huge tongue sticking out. Yeah, the mouth is dripping and like rock and roll sensuality, Jack. Rolling Stones is a band with a logo. They've been rocking that tongue and those red lips since 1971. And now that logo is on a soccer game. To quote Maroon 5, Barcelona has moves like Mick Jagger this week. Soccer is the beast of burden, Jack. (laughs) But yetis, this isn't the first time that Spotify has sacrificed their own logo placement for an artist instead. Jack and I jumped in T-boy style. Turns out last year, Drake was the first singer ever to hit 50 billion streams on Spotify. One dance to God's plan. So Spotify put Drake's owl logo from his albums On the Barcelona jersey for a week. Drake's logo was on the Barcelona jerseys, and now the Rolling Stones are on the Barcelona jerseys. Yeah, this week, the reason they're doing it, they're celebrating Rolling Stones' first new album in 18 years. That Rolling Stones logo is just plastered across the sweaty chest of some dude with 12 abs. So your first thought might be, what the heck is Spotify doing? Spotify, you spent three hundred million bucks on this thing. You're being extremely generous to the Stones. You spent a lot of money to have the rights to advertise your company. Why are you advertising some random band? Honestly, I don't even know if Keith Richards really knows this is even happening, Jack. <laughs> no, he's aware. No, a he's aware. He's a good guy. He's, good. <laughs> he's a yeti. <yife. laughs> <laughs> But seriously, why is Spotify giving away this lucrative advertising space? Well, the answer is our takeaway. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Spotify? Advertising is what you pay for. Publicity is what you pray for. Yetis, that fantastic quote is from Helen Woodward, and she said it, back in 1938. Wonderful quote. Helen was the first female advertising executive in the United States. She was a female pioneer in a madman dominated industry. Well, besties, when Jack and I heard that quote a while ago, we thought, you know what? That quote is gonna make a great takeaway. And one day we're gonna find a really good story that fits perfectly with that quote. And that day is today, because that quote explains perfectly why Spotify donated its own advertising space to promote a musician. So Yeti, Spotify got its name on the Barcelona stadium. That's the advertising it paid for. But Spotify went viral for putting the Rolling Stones on a jersey. That's the publicity it prayed for. The paid ad reaches Barcelona fans. The Stones idea reaches everyone else. Because advertising is what you pay for. Publicity is what you pray for. For our second story, we just got the official, conclusive data. Turns out the average American household got 36% richer during the pandemic. Because the average American household owns more stocks than anyone. And more stocks than any time in history. Yeti's economics-wise, the first year of the pandemic was all about Stimulus. Couches, stimulus. And it was all about stimulus. <laughs> tiger Absolutely. Kid, tiger Stimulus. Kid. Stimulus, stimulus, stimulus. The first year of the pandemic, we had PPP loans. We had enhanced unemployment. We had $3,000 stimulus checks for every American. Student loans, forget about it. <laughs> Congress acted fast back in March of 2020 to make sure that COVID didn't break our banks. And your company probably sent you like a footstool to make you comfortable. Well, Congress and the company's actions, they worked. And we just got the most conclusive report that confirms it. Get this, according to the Federal Reserve, American household wealth jumped 36% from 2019 to 2022. And that's adjusted for inflation too. So we really are 36% wealthier than three years ago. Jack, could you jump in further and sprinkle on some more context for us? The average US household net worth is $193,000. And where was it back in 2019? $141,000. Yetis added up, and that's why we may still have a shortage of hot tubs and beamers out there. Every American household, even adjusted for inflation, is 36% wealthier than before the pandemic. But Yetis, you know Jack and I have more to share with you. We always say that guac is always extra. Nothing in life is free. That's why there was a cost for that 36% jump in American wealth. And what was that cost, Jack? Debt and inflation. Debt and inflation. Yet he's Congress spent five trillion dollars on all those stimmy packages. And the Fed spent five trillion more dollars, keeping interest rates crazy low for a few years. And all of that money created inflation, popping up prices for the last two years. But you know what? The debt hasn't bitten us yet. And you know, check Jack, inflation is mostly under control right now. Yetis, the pandemic could have been the worst event for the economy in a 100 years. Put yourself back in 2020. It was like we were heading into the Great Depression, potentially. But that didn't happen at all. In fact, the opposite appears to have happened. The pandemic boosted Americans' biggest financial number, their net worth, By 36%. Partly because of the booming housing market. Partly because of the stimulus checks. And partly because of something uniquely American that happens to be our takeaway. (laughs) And it's not hot dogs. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies (laughs) over in the economy? Americans own more stocks than at any time in history. (laughs) Okay, Yetis, shocker here. Another highlight of this report from the Fed? Record stock ownership. 58% of U.S. households own a piece of the stock market right now. 58% of us own stocks right now. That is higher than ever before in American history. Highest in all time history. Either by owning stocks directly or owning mutual funds, Americans have more skin in the S&P 500 than they have skin. No, we're not talking about NFTs or crypto. We're talking about shares of blue chips. We're talking General Electric stock, IBM stock, Tesla stock, just stock. And this news is good news. Yeah, because it aligns interests of companies with everyday Americans. As companies' profits boom, so do American stock portfolios. So, Yetis, one reason why Americans weathered COVID better than any other country's? We own more stock than any other country. Canva. Six years ago, Nick and I were designing the pitch deck for our media company. Yeah, we didn't want it to look like some amateur college PowerPoint. We wanted to impress investors. So we made our first pitch deck on Canva. Canva is the easy to use online design platform for presentations, social media posts, physical flyers, anything you can design. And Canva turns you into a digital Da Vinci, delighting your audience with design. They got these color palettes that you can use. It makes your work look beautiful. We used presentation templates that were available for free and then customized them for our company. And guess what? That summer, we sold that company Market Snacks thanks to the deck we built with Canva. Oh, and funny thing, we still use Canva today for all our design projects. So, Yetis, start designing today at canva.com. Canva designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yetis, yeah, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottle it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, yeah, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst. And then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash T-Boy. For our third and final story before the weekend, United Airlines is disrupting... <sighs> The order that people board airplanes. Because it overcame one of the worst biases, which we all have in business. The status quo bias. Yeah, yeah let's just say what we're all thinking here. Boarding an airplane is the second worst experience in travel. (laughs) The first worst experience in travel is getting off the airplane. Apparently we're still waiting for the go-ahead to approach the gate, Captain. We've been sitting here for 40 minutes. My seat is in the upright and locked position, man. What am I gonna do? I texted my mom an hour ago that we just landed. Jack, one sec, one sec. Was that a beep? I think I heard a beep. We apologize for any inconvenience. Thank you for flying the friendly skies. Yeah, we get it. The seatbelt site is still on. Well, Yetis, here's the huge news. United Airlines is planning to change the boarding process beginning next week, October 26th. No more arbitrary order for who gets on the plane when. Yeah, no more like Group 1, Families, Diamond Status, Group 3, Group 2B. It's like random right now. United is implementing a whole new scientific boarding process that they call Wilma. You know it's scientific because it's an acronym. What does it stand for, Jack? Wilma stands for window, middle, aisle. And here's what this means, Yetis. After the first class, the passengers with disabilities, and the Star Alliance co-branded credit card holder passengers board the airplane, then comes Wilma. Wilma. Window seats go first, middle seats go second, and aisle seats go last. So if you like sitting next to the window, like I do, oh, I don't get this it. This ends the dreaded, uh, excuse me, that's my I'm seat. I'm sorry. Do you guys mind? Yeah, oh, I gotta I'm gotta just in gonna there. suck in a little bit. <gasps> because window sat down first. I don't understand why you do it. But you gotta have the aisle, man. It's for proximity to the bathroom and the exit. What are you No, huh? no, no, no. I want something to look at. <laughs> <laughs> window, middle, aisle. It's a more natural way to get on the plane. You know, something about that terrain is more entertaining than a movie, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> So, Yetis, we know what you're thinking. What does this disruption of airline travel mean? A couple of things. Yeah, it means a couple of things because time is money. And this story is about saving time, which means saving money. The Wilma protocol will get everybody on the plane two minutes faster on average. According to this leaked report, two minutes will be saved by using the window seat first method. United knows because they've been testing this already and they discovered two minutes improvement on average to get on the plane. Now, Yetis, we should sprinkle on some context here. Two minutes sounds small, doesn't it, Jack? But two minutes across 5,000 United Airlines flights a day and 300 passengers on each of those planes, that adds up. You don't even have to do the math on that, Yetis. The second thing that this means is there will be more demand for a seat with typically less demand. And which seat is that? The window seat. Yeah, the window seat. People now are going to desire the window seat to get on faster. Because getting on the plane first means you have first dibs on the overhead space. That is some sacred space, Jack. If you hate checking your luggage, you're going to snag a window seat so you definitely have space for your carry-on suitcase. So, Yetis, add it all up, and the Wilma protocol for boarding an airplane means saving two minutes and the window seat is the new aisle seat. Or still the window seat, in my case. Which is disturbing, and we'll discuss it after the show, Jack. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies, frankly, in any business? United Airlines has overcome status quo bias. Status quo bias. Yetis, why do we board airplanes the way we do? Well, if you ask the industry, they'll tell you it's because we've always done it that way. We've always done it that way is an example of status quo bias. Status quo bias. It's actually a major behavioral problem. It's when you're not sure what to do. So we simply do the same thing the same way we've always done it. And the same thing, the same way we've always done it, the status quo is not always the best way to do things. So overcoming status quo bias means actively deciding each time what's actually best. That's not easy to do. But United Airlines just did it. was two minutes to save time, that adds up. And that could have a positive impact. So we applaud United for not letting the status quo dictate the future. United conquered its status quo bias. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the real Friday? Spotify is donating its Jersey ad space to the Rolling Stones to celebrate their new album. Advertising is what you pay for, Publicity is what you pray for. For our second story, the average U.S. household is 36% wealthier today than in 2019. One reason why? Because Americans own more stock than they ever have. And our third and final story is United Airlines. They're changing the order for boarding an airplane. Window, middle, aisle. Wilma, it's the new thing in airlines. United overcame status quo bias. But yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, a glimmer of light in Gaza. Egypt is opening a border crossing with Gaza to let the United Nations bring aid in to people who need it. But then there's this awful update. The death toll in Gaza has reached 3,400 people, including 1,200 children. We're two weeks into this thing, and it's it still is painful to watch, and the numbers just keep getting worse. For our second story, Amazon has begun testing drone delivery in Texas for prescription drugs. Yetis, if you need some thytastrosol in Austin, it could arrive today by drone. And finally, the Las Vegas Aces won the WNBA Finals, their second straight championship. And remember, Las Vegas also won the Stanley Cup this year, which means Vegas just is like a new Vegas, isn't it, Jack? It's a sports city, suddenly. It's not Las Vegas. It's New Vegas. I'm not really sure how that's so, but okay. It feels like it works. It kind of just rolls off the tongue, you know? You know? Wouldn't say it rolls off the tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Says the guy with a bunch of cavities. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Stephanie Kane from lovely Durham, North Carolina. Earlier this week, we told you about the funny mix up that was going down at the University of Miami. Yeah, there was a student who thought she was going to the University of Miami in Miami, Florida. But she actually enrolled at Miami of Ohio in Ohio. Less sun, more snow. Well, Stephanie went to Miami of Ohio University and she had a fun fact to share about her School. First, Miami of Ohio, it's older than Miami University in Florida. Also, Miami of Ohio is older than the city of Miami. In fact, Miami of Ohio is older than the entire state of Florida. Yeah, the University of Miami, Ohio was founded in 1809. Florida became a state in 1845. And you know the best trivia question about University of Miami, Ohio, right? Hit us, Jack. What do we get? It's one of the five universities in this country to graduate both a Super Bowl winning quarterback and And a president of the United States. It's one of my best trivia questions, Nick. It'd be even better if that was the same person. You want the answers? I got the answers. I'm not going to give you the other four universities, but I'll give you the Miami one. I know the president. I know the president. Who is the president? I think it's Ben Harrison. And the quarterback is Ben Roethlisberger. So two Ben's. Yeah, two Ben's. (laughs) Two Ben's, one school older than Florida. Yetis, you look fantastic today. Jack, your smile has never looked better. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Plaque-free, Nick. Plaque-free. Just remember, you can eat cake and not get cavities. I've never had a cavity. I ain't a whole lot of cake, Jack. I have groovy teeth, Nick. Stop judging me. I'm not judging. I'm celebrating, Jack. <laughs> Yetis, if you want to have some fun this weekend, play our T-Boy Pop Biz Pop Quiz. Do you want to tell our audience about your pearly whites up front, Nick? <laughs> okay, they're fake teeth, but that's just a, that's an asterisk <laughs> we don't need to talk about today. Yetis, celebrate some wins this weekend. Jack, celebrate that dentist appointment, and we will see you Monday. Your smile looks great, too, Nick. Thank you. And before we go, a shout out and congratulations to Miranda and Caroline, who are two college roomies reuniting this weekend in New York City. And congratulations to Camilla, Uri, and Naomi, who are going on their first cruise together to play on that water park. And how about Lauren and Shane, who met at Holy Cross College, not knowing that one day they would get married, and they're getting married this weekend. Congratulations to Callie and Tyler Duncan, getting married in Alabama. And the best man is their puppy. It's the best man best friend. And Stephen Brody and Allison Lippman, two years together, what a celebration over in Chicago doing logistics. And happy one-year anniversary to Rick and Melissa Schultze-Ramsey in Virginia Beach. And Matt and Caitlin Janning are celebrating six years together and three kids together with their second honeymoon. Good way to do it. Congratulations to Paolo and Joy Marinas, who are celebrating 25 years together and a birthday with a road trip across the Southwest. And a happy birthday to Ryan and Colton Teigen, a father and a son with the same birthday down in Dallas. Happy birthday to Monica Faberman, a legendary Yeti celebrating over in Boulder. And Evan Hagerty is celebrating with a plant-based 40th birthday on a cruise. Happy 22nd birthday to Ariana and Alyssa De La Posta, twins in Utica, New York. Not the only ones. Cassandra Cabalou and Chantel Cabalu are a couple twins turning 32 over in San Antonio. Happy 22nd birthday to RJ Johnson in Pittsburgh, PA. And Miguel De Jesus over in Port Enjoy that birthday. Happy 21st birthday to Arden Yum, the T-Girl, celebrating in the Big Apple. And Tamara Owens is celebrating the birthday with a night out over in lovely Los Angeles. And little Idris is turning one-year-old over in Chicago. Celebrate that little win. Happy birthday. This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon, and Nick and I both own stock of Spotify and ETFs of the S&P 500. I'm only, like, trying to identify where I am in the world. Like I recognize like a river or I'm like a bridge. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little kid, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Nick, that's Promontory point. You're like, no, it's not. <laughs> Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> I think it's like, first of all, it's not, but also it's not pronounced. <laughs> like You actually got that one wrong twice. <laughs> Is it promontory? I think it's promontory. Oh, darn it. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Gig Speeds. Powered by Fiber